This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Well, she's back. My lovely wife, Raina, is back. We're going to cover some some relationship topics. You know, Valentine is right around the corner, so I asked her if she can come on back to the studio. So, sweetheart, welcome back to the Father Matter Show. So happy to be back, baby. Well, as you know, last year we wrote our first book together, Brokenness Produces Pearls. And out of that, we did the Pearl Conference, which was powerful. We loved it. And a lot of people was like, why did you write this book? Why did you write it? And and you and I was looking at each other. Basically, we wrote this for for tools for us. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? I do. What I want to talk about is one of the chapters is who said that. And it's about... Uh, what would you say who said that it's about, basically? Hmm. I think we started brokenness with this chapter because Vance and I realized early on that we wanted our relationship to be different than any other relationship we'd had in the past. But we realized that, you know, and conflict is just a part of any relationship. But we realized in our marriage relationship that every time we got into a conflict, we started reverting back to the old ways of communicating, um, whether it was with our words or with shutting down. And uh, we both thought it was really important to just break the ice with this conversation with our readers by um, unleashing, you know, some powerful words, starting with who said that, so that when you when you fight, we were looking at each other like, where are these words coming from? This is not how I feel about you. This is not really what I want to say to you. But the hurt, the pain that's coming um, through me is coming out in words that are harmful to you. And so um, so that's why I think we started this book with this chapter. Yeah, and, and then as we got deep into the chapter, we realized parasites. Because we said if the book is called Brokenness Produces Pearls, we did a little research about pearls, mm-hmm. how they are. And in and, and one part we write uh, on page 14, we said, uh, parasites can dwell within us and cause us to destroy good things that enter our space. When these parasites are not removed, something as simple as a tone of voice, a look or sarcastic remark can create a massive monster that unveils itself. Whatever the reason, you need to look deep and pinpoint the irritants and parasites that took hold of you years ago and are still consuming and conquering you. And that I talked about a little bit of um, in the who said that chapter when when we would argue, sometimes I would say things to you or use words, negative words, cuss words that I've sometimes grew up hearing how my mom argued. Mm -hmm. You know, my my mom had a lot of boyfriends when I was little and, and when she would fight. So since I didn't, you know, my father, I grew up without my dad. So. I learned how to fight with you the way I would hear my mom fighting with men. But it's like, as I'm realizing, but wait a minute, we're married. My mom wasn't married to these men. Mm -hmm. So some of the attacking words that I would say and still say when we argued, you know, just working on that. It's like, again, it's like, yeah, who said that? 
Yeah, well, and you mentioned that we did some research. When we looked at the word parasites, and actually to take it back a bit further, when we looked at the formation of a pearl um, and the miraculous event that takes place to create a pearl, we learned that often um, parasites or irritants, you know, are what intrude in this mollusk to... to uh, into the mollusk, and then out of that, in order to protect itself, the mollusk actually forms a pearl. And we thought that's so interesting that something so beautiful could come out of something that's so um, intrusive. And so then we decided to do a bit more research on a parasite. What is a parasite? And a parasite is actually, in you know, real simplistic terms, just something that lives off of a host. So it needs a host to survive. Um, and oftentimes parasites really can take over a space and sometimes even kill its host. But they need that host to live and to grow. And so for us, we started thinking about, you know, the negative things that come up in our relationship, those parasites that are deep within that really um, take those unhealthy thoughts, those unhealthy words and actions to live. So if we're giving space to that, to Mm -hmm. that parasite, then they're going to come out again. They're there within us, but we really needed to recognize what they were in order to figure out how to break off that life source that, you know, we are the host, but we're allowing this space for the parasite to dwell and, and live. And, and who said that is, is just about that, you know, what type of um, words are we allowing um, to come out of our mouths that are not at all um, benefiting you or me, um, and the parasites are the years of negative thoughts, the years of hearing negative words, the years of negative actions that we took that are still within us, that are there feeding off of us, and when whenever you would say something that would irritate me or um, a look or maybe even shutting down, that's all it took because the parasite's still there mm-hmm. to just regenerate itself and come to the surface. Yeah, and, and it's just like, you know, I say in the workshops a lot, our kids don't do what we say, they do what we do. Yeah. You know, I, I wrote in here, I said, um, have you ever caught yourself fighting with your spouse the same way your parents fought? And then what we say is, your spouse is not your mother or your father, so why do we fight the way our parents fought? Because mm-hmm. we figure when you become an adult, that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. We we mimic. And also, you know, you were saying how past parasites, also past abuse, mm-hmm. you know, can, can play. Uh, also, the way my mom would talk to me growing up, you know, would snap and yell at me. So when we do that, we need to realize that it's like, yeah, who said that? Was that me talking to my wife or was that my mom? yelling at one of her boyfriends or vice versa type things, mm-hmm. you know, and then sometimes we end up bringing that drama in, that hurt, that pain. Right. And I think, you know, in just doing some studying together for this book and to make sure that we we had our armor on to protect our marriage, you know, one scripture that came to the forefront of my mind was Ephesians 6.12 that reminds us that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but mm-hmm. against principalities and uh, rulers of darkness. And that that's really important to remember because I think, you know, people have great intentions most of the time to mm-hmm. have really good, fruitful conversations, you know, with their, with their spouse. Instead of tearing each other down, they really want to learn to communicate better, to really share what's in their heart and what's on their mind. But then 
they revert back. And, you know, even Paul said it, you know, that it's, I try hard every day, but I keep doing the same thing. So why am I, why am I doing this? Well, Ephesians remind us, we're not, we're not, I'm not wrestling against you. Right. We, Literally. We, we say our spouse is not our enemy. Right. I'm not even wrestling against myself, the flesh. I'm, I'm wrestling against those principalities and powers of darkness that are trying to keep us from communicating in a healthy way. You know, who said that is really about that, recognizing that it's really not you that's saying that to me. It's, you know, the, the, um, it's all of the spiritual things that haven't been so good in our lives that have taught us when you're angry, it's okay to say hateful words. Right. Right. But it's not. And so recognizing that I'm not wrestling against you, I'm wrestling against something that's even more, you know, um, it's more powerful than that. And using God's word against that is the only way that we're going to be able to overcome and remove these parasites and start to build healthy communication styles. And I have to say, babe, also community. You know, you know, a lot of people say, oh, my family, my family. Sometimes your family can be unhealthy. Mm-hmm. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't, you know, you still love your family, but you notice sometimes you can uh, 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 be around your family and then you and your spouse can go home later after that gathering and you're arguing about who put the fork in the sink. Because again, it's not flesh that not we're flesh. battling against. It's it's those spirits. But you're absolutely right. I think that when you're in an unhealthy place in your life in general, yeah. right, you may not recognize it that the people that you're surrounding yourself with are also, um, you know, they're also exhibiting maybe bad behaviors. Brokenness. Or, right, brokenness. They're not communicating in healthy ways. They, they're they not doing things to really change that because where they're at spiritually is where they're at physically. And mm-hmm. so you're right. Sometimes it can be our family and our friends that seem to be more of, of a parasite than mm-hmm. they are something that really builds us up. But we grow up with something holding on to us, say, you well, it's still your mom. It's still your brother. It's still your sister. You know, you, you hear those words as an adult. Yes, they are still your mom, still your, your brother. But if, if, if your whole demeanor changes when you are around sometimes your brother or your sister or even your mom, I mean, we're just trying to keep it real. Mm-hmm. You know, um, something's got to change. Maybe you don't need to be around that person or those people as much. <laughs> you know, why you laugh at? Because, <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, that's how I feel about a lot of stuff. <laughs> Well, yes. And, you know, I know that some people use this saying a lot, um, you know, love the sinner, hate the sin. Right. Okay, that's okay. But I think, you know, for me, it goes um, a step further to understand, again, where this is coming from, that we're all created, uh, you know, in God's image and that God loves us all. And of course, he doesn't, he does hate sin. He doesn't like the sin. But again, reminding ourselves that, we need to start from within and recognize that we have choices too. We 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 can use God's word and live it and die to our flesh daily if we choose to. Yeah. Or we can say, "This is the way that I've always been. Um, this is the way that you know I act around these sort of people, and then over here I you know right. act this way." 
Um, or you could take accountability for yourself and say, you know what, this might have been the way that I grew up and I heard this happen in my household, but I know that this is not the way that it, this isn't a healthy way to communicate. And so I'm going to do things different. Right. And I'm still going to love my family if they choose to act like this. Um, but I'm also going to be aware and recognize that if I'm feeling a certain way because I'm around this group of people and I notice myself starting to turn a little bit, that I can go back to God's word, turn away from it and, you know, ask myself, how am I feeling right now? How do I want to communicate? And is this the best way to to do this right now? And I love this part when we say parasites can dwell within us and cause us to destroy good things that enter our our space. And I can tell you arguments between you and I sometimes how because I just go back to the way I saw things, how it can just block goodness. You know, you, you can just we can't fight with everybody the same way. We can't handle everything the same way. And we got to stop and pump our brakes. And that's when I was saying a little bit community. You know, we had Chris and Carmen Gardner on, on the mm-hmm. show uh, at the beginning of the year and, and of, 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 of last year. And, um, you know, of course, they spoke at the pro. When we go to dinner with them, babe, you and I leave. We so energized. Right. We feel good because you're with other another couple who says, yes, my marriage is important, too. And it's like the, you're getting together, you're at dinner, you're, you're positive, you're moving forward. Community is very important. Well, uh, absolutely. And like I said earlier, parasites need something to live on. They need something to feed its source. If, you, if you're around people that are speaking um, you know, unhealthy words or they want to you know, do things that you know are not going to benefit you and that parasite is within, it, it's going to use that and build it up and create something negative. Man. Well, babe, we just getting warm. Um, don't go anywhere. Call some friends. Tell them to tune into the Father Matters show. And my guest today is my, is my lovely wife, Raina. And today we're talking about who said that. We'll be back after this. Anybody want to fall in love tonight? Hey, Father Matters show family. Will you show us some love? We want the Father Matters show to be your community and family resource program by providing you right now answers for right now issues. Become a Father Matters Show champion by liking Father Matters on Facebook. If you miss us Saturday night, log on to blogtalkradio.com, soundcloud.com, or fathermatters.org and share the Father Matters Show with your friends and family. Thank you. And we're back, and today's guest is my wife, Raina Sims. We're talking about a chapter out of our book that we wrote, Brokenness Produces Pearls. We're talking about the chapter, Who Said That?, leading up to Valentine's Day. If you're just listening, just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com. Or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide worldwide at SoundCloud.com. And again, the book we're discussing this chapter out of is Brokenness Produces Pearls. My wife, Rain, and I wrote this, and we wrote it as a tool for ourselves. And at the same time, it's included with a workbook. It's You can order a copy of this at FatherMatters.org. Uh, all proceeds, 100% of the proceeds go to Father Matters so we can continue on doing radio shows and workshops and trainings and events 
So log on to fathermatters.org and, and get yourself a copy. I would say get two copies because we got journals involved. Babe. What else, why, would, why would they want to get separate copies? Well, I think the journaling is key. Sometimes when people are really starting to look within and, and figure things out for themselves and asking God to really show them things um, about themselves that they need to grow, um, it's not the most comfortable place to to share right away with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and the journaling for, for you and me was really important because we were able to do that separately. And then when we felt like we were comfortable enough to share, then we could go back and reflect on even just certain parts of it. So yeah. I know everyone's not always open to just sharing things that are really personal or maybe some past experiences that have, you know, um, created and developed who you are. So I, I agree. I think it's really important to, if you're going to do this as a couple, to order a copy for the both of you. Yeah, and, and what I love about this, and I share this with you a lot, I don't share with you what the men say, but how when men come to workshops and they've been married 7, 12, 13, 15 years, and they will share with me or us at the workshops, Things about them and their past that their own wives didn't even know about. And then I try to say, man, you got to unzip your heart and and be vulnerable and share that with your wife. Because sometimes what's going on in the bedroom, sometimes what's going on in the parenting or at work, it's not the boss. It's not your spouse. It's not your child or children. It's things that, that the parasites just keep popping up. I like to say it's the bullies. We we say growing up is a bully. Who's a bully? Well, the bully is the kid that picks on you at school. The bully is the coworker. The bully is the boss who, if I don't do what he, he or she says, um, I can lose my job. But what if we said things, babe, like our bully can be our past. Our bully can be our thoughts. You know, I find myself being bullied by my own thoughts at times. Oh, you can't do that. You know, when I was first sharing with you how when I wanted to start the Father Matter radio show, no one else told me, but myself, my, the bully in my mind was telling me, man, you're not educated to do a radio show. No one's going to listen to your radio show. Who do you think you are? Do you even know what a radio show is? You got to go to school. See, I, I, I don't need other people to try to tell me what I can't do. My thoughts of bullying, I, I battle with and I, I deal with. And for men a lot, we deal with a lot of insecurities about what if I can't provide for my wife or if I can't provide for my children or if I don't get that promotion? And so when I share a lot, people say, well, the number one cause of divorce is finances. No, the number one cause of divorce has to be the breakdown of communication. What do you think, I, babe? I completely agree. And in this chapter, who said that when we talk about parasites, parasites definitely include those unhealthy thoughts because I think, you know, Joyce Meyer is just one, but there's so many people that really understand that the battlefield of the mind is uh, key to uh, a breakdown and can separate you from God. You know, if you let those unhealthy thoughts take root and just stir around and stir around, eventually those thoughts are going to take action in some way, whether it's snapping at your spouse or at your children or um, deciding to seclude yourself and not be a part Mm -hmm. of, you know, family functions or not venturing out, like you mentioned, to do something that God's calling you to do because your thoughts are overpowering your life. Yeah. Um, Definitely your thoughts can be a a parasite. Well, and and when I I love this because shortly after we wrote the book and we was talking about parasites, uh, we had a guy come to one of the Father Matters 
workshops, and he was saying how he lost like three or four jobs in one year, haven't saw seen his kids in like eight or nine months but paying child support. And then before I asked him about what was going on with all that, I asked him about why are you keep losing your job. That's when he shared with me about basically when the supervisor was telling him to do what he was supposed to do, which was his job. It was the way the supervisor was asking him to do certain things. And when we got deeper, we've, I realized this dude was in his 30s. And, it, and when he unzipped his heart and got real with me, he said basically the way that the supervisor was talking to him reminded of him when he was nine years old, the way one of his, his stepdads used to talk to him. So here this guy is in his 30s. And a guy that's just a supervisor trying to keep his job, telling him to do his job, reminded him of a stepfather when he was nine years old. That tone of voice, like we said at the top of the show. So imagine that tone of voice with your spouse. So your spouse may say something to you. She or he don't even know that, you know, you're hearing them like finger fingernails on a, on a chalkboard. Right. And you clap back at your spouse. Mm-hmm. And your spouse is like, man, where'd that come from? Right. Like I do at times Mm -hmm. with you. Because that and we're, again, labeling it a parasite, but it's, you know, it's much deeper than that. But that parasite is still there. All it needed was that little source of energy of food through that tone, through that look, through that, you know, phrase. even the body language. Right. To to come back to life. Yeah, it's still there. And it's and it's thinking, you know, um, that person for giving it life again. And that's sometimes all it takes. And I, and I know that pretty much everyone deals with this, right. you know, in one way, shape, or form. Um, sometimes as kids, we think that, you know, because of our parents' um, expectations, we have to be perfect in the things that we do. Or if we don't go into a certain career field or, um, you know, marry and have children. I mean, there's a, there are a lot of expectations that are put on people. And that teaches us to as adults to uh, react in a certain way because mm-hmm. we hear those voices again. You know, we hear that tone. Those bullies in our yes. minds. Yes, we, we revert back to the way that we were spoken to, you know, those expectations again. And so when we don't live up to the expectations, we feel that pressure again. We feel that anxiety. We feel that sense of worthlessness. And then it's easy for us to lash out mm-hmm. on those around us, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when your spouse is looking at you literally like, who said that? This is not my wife that's usually loving to me. This is not my husband that just came home with flowers yesterday. Um, but because this was said, now it's a completely different person. So it's really, really key to understanding that, you know, these parasites that are living within us, that are dwelling in us, can come out. We need to recognize what they are, and, and then God can deal with them. And, you know, people say sometimes, oh, this person knows how to push my buttons or is it that they know how to push those buttons or we're not yet identifying those parasites? We're not. Ident- it's, 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 it's things that you have said to me and I just overreacted. But if I would sit down and say, babe, when, when we talk or when we argue, if you say something like this, it takes me back to mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. We would probably be on guard to try not to to say those things. But guilty on my end, you've shared things with me. Say, no, you know, when you say this to me, it makes me feel like that. Then what's what's bad, and I've done it, and a lot of people do it, we now use that as ammunition in the next fight. Now, and I'm not using it as ammunition in the next fight to hurt you. 
That's what I saw my mom do. Sure. Use your, your brokenness and then uh, 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 vibe off of it. That's a powerful first step when you can even get to that place to say, here's how this is making me feel when you say this or when this happens. And then I think that that is a great place to start. Once you get there, then you can start to understand why am I feeling like this? Mm-hmm. Um, why why does that word or this tone uh, make me feel you know this way? And then um, owning that I can still be responsible then for how I choose to react or respond to what was being said. That's awesome, man. Look, we're already out of time, but you know what? Let's do this. Let's continue this next week. Will you come back next week? Yes. And and again, we're talking about our book, Brokenness Produces Pearls. This is just one chapter. Join us next week. We're going to talk about the love tank. Um, Thank you for listening to the Father Matters show. Send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. See you next week, the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you. And God bless. 